Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. Happy New Year everyone, first of all. Hopefully 2022 will be better than 2021, Um, but you know, I think we're slowly progressing toward good years. Um, We'll see how it goes, but I I feel like it'll be like a couple more years till things feel pre-COVID normal, even if COVID isn't as bad or is like way 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 more contained i just think that like life in general has changed so much um and it'll take a little bit to adjust and obviously like some things will never go back to how they were before but i think you know there is some optimism that should be held going forward so i'm excited to see what this year brings for me um this year is really a a super exciting and scary year for me i turn 18 years old which is insane my birthday's in june it's june 25th so that is you know about six months away and it's pretty crazy to think that i will be a legal adult soon um and it's even weirder thinking that like sister spill although it's gone by so fast i started it when i was 14 years old and i'm about to be 18 you know in the upcoming months so it's it's really crazy to think like how long i've actually been at this and um how much like you guys have grown with me as a whole i know there are some of you guys who've literally been here since day one and so again i can't thank you enough and i'm kind of just excited to see where this year brings um or goes with sister spill as well i know i took like a very long break um because of college applications starting senior year and then also just feeling unmotivated but um i have a video that i was editing for a little while and then i just didn't over the holiday break but i have a video coming out for you guys and i'm closely monitoring the tea that's going on and maybe thinking about posting about some of that so yeah just look out for future projects i did make it a new year's resolution to post one sister spill video a month i really don't know if i can actually do that but you know just putting it on there makes me feel like i'm actually striving towards something so we'll see how that goes but you guys should keep me accountable too like be like hey remember your your new year's resolution like maybe you should do that um and i understand like some months will be busier than i anticipate so i won't be able to um like in june i'm you know probably going on like two senior trips or or you know celebrating my birthday or whatever it might be crazy and i also graduate so who knows but um i'm gonna do my best i really am so i hope that you guys had a good new year's i know a lot of people kind of just sat at home because of the omicron variant um i was with a few friends just a small group um it was just like me and my two best friends and some a couple other people like came to hang out for like two hours or something they left but it was just me and my three friends and we went to um their high school parking lot since we go to different schools and uh, and got tacky new year's noisemakers and counted down to new year's so that was it was kind of fun like it was just kind of fun to just be the three of us and do something stupid and yeah there were parties raging like going on like everyone i knew was like at this one single party that was going on and i was like no like absolutely not i'm not going to that because that is the one place i would 100 percent catch covid like i wonder how many covid cases are going to come out from just that one party it's like genuinely scary to think about so anyways um my new year's was pretty good like it was it was like a little underwhelming because you know of course you want to imagine like you go to this new year's party or you have a new year's kiss or you like do something really really fun but it's just 
in reality, especially in the pandemic era, like it's not really like that. So don't feel ashamed if you were like literally sitting in your bed because that was me last year. Like I, I genuinely didn't do actually no that wasn't me last year I was hanging out with a friend last year but (laughs) but I think the year before I was genuinely just sitting in my bed doing nothing um and I I don't think that there's anything wrong with that at all um so anyways even if you were sitting in your bed even if you were with friends or family I hope that you had a good new year's and I hope that you wrote some new year's resolutions I know not everyone does that but my family does it every single year we sit down there's four of us so we each make a list and then we share it out with everyone and we you know say what our new year's resolutions are usually mine I always have like a health related like eat healthy exercise and it never happens (laughs) and I hate that so much because I genuinely want more than anything to be like healthy um I'm definitely like classified as skinny but I'm not healthy if that makes sense like the food that I'm eating is not the food that I want to be eating and I definitely have like fat I want to get rid of and there's health goals that I want to achieve so that's definitely a goal on my list this year but I feel like it's so much harder um to actually get started because that's like the most daunting part right um because I I'm so like introverted that like I'm way too scared to go to the gym alone and none of my friends have the same like health goals as me so like they won't go to the gym with me um and that makes it really hard. Um, my mom goes to the gym, but she does like a lot of like CrossFit type stuff, which is different than what I want to do. And so like she's, you know, she works out in our garage or goes to a CrossFit gym and I'm just like, yeah, like that's, it's hard for me to do. And also my garage is detached from my house. So the winter where I live, like it was 15 degrees this morning when I got in the car to go to school. Um, 15 degrees Fahrenheit, which I think was like negative eight Celsius or something like that. I may be way off, but I'm pretty sure um, I saw it on Snapchat when I was sending it to my um, Australian friend. I was sending the temperature to her, Um, but I just can't bring myself to have the motivation to work out in winter in the garage and my house doesn't have space for me to work out inside like because I want to do stuff with weights and I can't drop the weights like in my house so um it doesn't really work out and then I don't want to go to to a gym alone so or nor do I want to pay for it so it's just like I feel very stuck right now um but I'm gonna try it and like at least get my nutrition together because that's one of the hardest parts is actually just like eating healthier um and actually like just eating healthier there is like a way to um lose some of that fat so I think I will start that way and then when it gets warmer I can start working out in my garage again but that won't be till like March so we'll see how it goes um but yeah some of my other new year's resolutions were like read one book a month again I don't know if that's gonna happen I've been putting that on my list for years as well but I as a child was so in love with reading that I would like never take bathroom breaks I would like walk around with my book I would take it camping I would take it in the car I would take it for like a five minute break anywhere like I would be so invested in these books that I was reading them all the time 24 7 and I think that it's really like sad for me because now I spend my time on TikTok or I'm doing schoolwork um, and or hanging out with my friends and I have not made reading a priority nor have I made like any time for it and so I just got the book Song of Achilles. If any of you guys have read that let me know what you think. Um, I've just heard so many good things about it over like a long period of time honestly. I've been hearing about this book for a while um, but I just was so busy I didn't really prioritize it and finally I have like a local bookshop that I can literally walk to it's like two blocks up from my house so my mom and I went um and we 
bought the book she bought it for me as like a late christmas present because i was like a couple days ago and i started reading it then school started back up so i haven't read it since but i'm gonna try and read that as my book for the month and we'll see where the other months take me i don't know and also if you guys have any book recommendations i would love to have book recommendations because i don't know what book i'm gonna read after this um preferably something that's a little bit harder to read because i am like in 12th grade um but i also have i've always had like a super advanced reading level like in like middle school i was already at like the college level reading so um and that's not in like me trying to brag it's just me saying like i genuinely want to challenge myself so if you guys know any like more difficult books to read um that are really good they can really be about anything i'm open to a lot of stuff but i do love romance or like greek mythology or anything like that um fantasy fiction teen stuff like whatever um let me know let me know and we can talk about the book together if you read it too have a book club so yeah that was another one of mine that i also said that i wanted to drink three bottles of water every every day um like water bottles full and ah that is so tough for me today i've only had one bottle full of water um i've literally always been so horrible at keeping up with drinking water i don't drink milk and i don't really drink soda anymore i did in middle school but i don't drink soda anymore and i don't really drink juice like not that i don't like juice but i'm just trying to like keep away from sugary stuff as much as possible and so um i just really drink water but even then like i just find myself not prioritizing drinking it um because i just forget or i'm like i don't feel like it or whatever and my fridge it we use like a water filter because we don't have um our fridge is like kind of older when we moved into my house they had that that's just like the fridge that came with it and my parents were like well there's no use in buying a new fridge so it doesn't have a water dispenser and my old house did and i really miss that and it sounds so stupid but it's it can be annoying because i have to fill up the water filter like every time um because i won't drink sink water i'm just like picky <laughs> about my water it's really weird i'll only drink cold water as well i mean depends on how thirsty i am but i i just really find it annoying to like fill up the water uh, filter every single time I want water because every time I go downstairs like someone else has drank it or I drink it and then I like forgot to fill it up and then it's empty right when I'm thirsty and I'm like oh my god like fine I just won't drink any water and then I just like don't keep up with it <laughs> it sounds so stupid like it's such a minor inconvenience but for some reason it bothers me so I really miss having a water dispenser but that's okay it's not a big deal um yeah, I'm really gonna work on the water thing. I just have been so bad and I'm always like so dehydrated and especially during winter time for me My skin gets pretty dry um, Like my hands get super dry and I need to keep hydrated. So yeah, that's enough of all of my New year's resolutions obviously I had more but I won't bore you with all of it I want to hear your guys's new year's resolutions. I don't know if you've noticed but on some of the episodes i've added polls which um you guys have answered not every one of you but some people have answered the polls that i add it's just a new feature i saw uh, that spotify has where you can just um i'm pretty sure there's another one it's you can add a poll and you can add like a question um i've been adding like questions where you can just type whatever you want but there's also polls like i said so sorry i didn't mean i did polls i meant i did questions so yeah i can ask you guys questions like what did you ask for for christmas or whatever and i think that was one of them and then i've i can see your guys's responses so maybe i can just start like sharing some of those at the beginning of uh each episode um just some of the responses obviously it'll be anonymous i won't say your username anything like that don't worry um but 
start responding to the questions or the polls or whatever, and I'll share like the results of it. So I think that'll be a fun new addition to the podcast for this year. Um, I also want to take the time to talk about tea in this episode because I have ceased that segment for a little while now because really no tea was happening but thankfully there's some good tea going on and I want to talk about it at the end of this episode. Um, I'm really excited to give advice for this week's episode because wow you guys really pulled through with asking for advice this week. I got so many messages that were long messages like essay long messages and I'm like wow like keep that up for your English classes like I see you can write that much, so do it again when you have to do it in school. Um, yeah, it's really crazy how many of these long messages I got this week. I don't think I've ever gotten this many messages that were this long, and no complaints about it at all. I'm super excited because I feel like the long messages with little details are actually very exciting for both you guys and me because we get to see like the bigger picture of the story that you're telling us and the advice that you want and I think it's really exciting um and it's also just like drama like it's exciting to read so we'll see um I'm going to start out with an email and this is what it says hi sister spill I need to vent and maybe if you could tell me what I could do about this it would help Ever since I've started seventh grade, I've not been feeling it. I've been through phases where I'm fine and feel super loved and phases where I just want to end it. Like for real though, when I started seventh grade, I didn't really know many people and I had like one friend. Then I met some more people I knew from fifth grade and got closer with them and eventually had tons of friends and was friends with the whole grade level, which is not a lot of people. But I met this one guy named Nico and he's not really a good person, I guess, but I don't really care because me and him were similar in a lot of ways. So when I met him, he was friends with a whole bunch of these boys and I was friends with some of them and I would hang out with them with some of my friends and one day I found him staring at me and eventually I was sitting with some people that I would surf with because I live in Hawaii. Oh, I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> and Nico walked right up and he knew no one there except me, which I didn't even know he knew me. And there was a TikTok challenge at the time and he did one and showed me, which the more I got to know him, I realized he likes to impress people. So I started talking to him more after that and stalking him on Insta and TikTok. Then I went home and was getting ready to go to this YG thing. What is that? I don't know. Anyways, and there was there I was told that tomorrow would be his last day and he'd be transferring and all my friends were like, I have to tell him, blah, blah, blah. So that day he came to school late and I just remember being so upset and he talked to me that day, but he didn't know I knew he was leaving. Then when the bell rang, I went up to him and asked him how he would want me to say it and I never did. I watched him get on that bus and I ran to the bathroom and found my friends and almost started sobbing and I'll talk about that later, but I got the idea to DM him on Insta, so I did and he never replied, but I spent that whole night crying and I really got into my crying at 3 a.m. with sad music phase. Don't worry, we've all been there. The reason why I was so upset was because he was really low-key and chill and just made me really feel better about myself. And I guess it's because he's generally not a good person in some people's eyes, but I don't see him as a bad person. He vapes and drinks and stuff, and honestly... I do all that too because I was dragged into it at a super young age and I've always felt super weird about it and if people knew they ha they'd hate me so I talk about it like I would never vape and it's so bad even though I've done it all the time but with him I didn't even have to worry about being judged about anything and I need a person that makes me feel like that honestly but anyways I hope I can find someone like him again so fast forward a couple months and I'm barely over him and I still think about him 24 7. I'm walking over to Spanish so we can go meet my friends and sit down for some lunch and they all rush over and they look at me and they say Natalie Nico's back and I'm freaking out because I expose myself for him and he's back. Like, he shouldn't be back. So I'm trying my best to avoid him for the week. He's back and eventually I find out why he's back. And it's because he got suspended from Kahuku. I'm guessing that's his other school. Um, 
because he was caught vaping in the bathroom. And the week he's back is freaking crazy. And then he leaves again. I've been through so much crap in my life and the most frequent thing people do is leave and it hurts like hell. But anyways, I realize I'm never going to see him again, so I try to let him go, but it's still hard. Also, during that time, my parents had just signed the divorce papers and fought all the time and I was super hard at home and I never wanted to go home. But my parents are super strict and they don't let me have social media and stuff and I need to get good grades, so it's always been hard at home. During that hard period, I was falling for one of my guy friends, and my best friend liked him too. His name is Noah, and my friend's name is Shay. So, since we were friends, he would tell me stuff, and would FaceTime every night, and fall asleep on FaceTime and stuff. And one night, he told me he liked Shay back, and I'm super disappointed because I'm not getting the guy again. He would always tell me he liked Shay, and ask me stuff, and I'd tell him what to say, and then he'd say, um... And then he'd say it, she'd tell me, and I was just in this constant circle of pain because I couldn't trust my best friend or tell him, and it hurt. Eventually, he figured it out, and he started being super rude for no reason, and I'm sitting here wondering what kind of mistake I've made. We'd still call, and he'd be super nice, but at school, he, he'd be so different, and I don't know why. I asked him why, and he said... I asked him about it and he said it was because I wasn't sensitive like any of the other girls, but that made no sense because I just wasn't as sensitive doesn't mean I should be treated differently, right? Anyway, Shay found out and I cleared it up and told her I used to, even though I still did. Fast forward, most of the school knows I vape now and this one group of friends I have just kept judging me about it and that's why I like Nico because he never did judge me. My parents found out I had been hiding social media from them and I was failing school and they just made me feel like a failure because they don't know I vape and stuff. But if I did, they would give up and send me back to my biological dad who gave me up and he was super abusive and stuff. And they didn't know that. So I'm constantly in this fear of being found out and afraid of rejection. And it's honestly becoming too much to, go, to take. I've snapped Nico a lot and then he became super distant and I don't, know, I don't even know why. He likes someone else and I'm always reminded about Noah and Shay and me and Noah grow apart and I'm just done, honestly. To the point where I have... I don't have anyone or anything to live for. I feel like all of my friends can say stuff and vent and I'll be judged and be called sensitive. I feel like there's no one I can trust and I've been having really bad panic attacks in the middle of the night and I'm just scared of myself and what I'm turning into. Nobody cares, no one asks how I'm doing, yet I'm expected to care. I just need a reason to live and I feel like I don't have one. Thanks for responding if you do and I hope you have a good rest of your high school, high school year and you get into a good college. Well, I appreciate your kind words and support. Um, that was obviously a loaded email and there's so much to unpack here. Um, and I want to remind you guys listening that if you ever have something to say to any of these people, if there's something that I didn't touch on that you're like, oh, she should have said this to this person or I wish this person could know this, you can always DM me and be like, hey, for the person that sent in the thing about their panic attacks, could you tell them this or whatever? And I will pass information along to that person because I know how important it is for people to get as much advice, advice as possible. And sometimes I can't can't completely do that um so yeah if you guys ever have any input feel free to send it to me and i'll pass it along to them um but i want to say like again i i have said this so many times to so many people but i really am sorry for the struggles that you're going through um i know it's not in my control but i feel like you need a you need an anchor in your life you need something that you can look forward to something that keeps you grounded and something you can rely on and obviously right now nothing is doing that for you um 
So even the smallest things, like maybe a hobby that you have, maybe you love drawing and making art is the one thing that keeps you sane and keeps you going. Great. Like you have that anchor. Um, If there is a hobby that you have, I suggest pouring more of your time into it um, because that could certainly help you focus a little bit um, on like yourself and like maybe your mental health because you're giving yourself that one little like sanctuary um, spot and, and like the one place where you can feel safe to like do what you want, express yourself, whatever it is. Um, like for me, filmmaking has been the one thing that I have looked to to help me in hard times. You know, when I'm upset, I'll go on photo booth and, and record myself. Like I feel so comfortable in front of like a camera, like when it's just me, obviously I don't want to be an actor. I don't feel comfortable in that way, but like I feel comfortable like using a camera, editing a video, filming something, putting something together, like that is my safe place. So try and venture out and find your safe place. I know you you said you're only in seventh grade, so it's an extremely young age to be dealing with all of this stuff. And I applaud you for your bravery and I'm so proud of you and everything that you've endured so far. Um, but I think like definitely start, you know, searching for the one thing that makes you feel stable and secure and functions as an anchor for you. Um, Even if it's like this podcast, even if you are listening to this podcast every Monday and it's the one thing that is, you know, something to look forward to each week, whatever it is, I think you should definitely find that. Um, As far as the whole Nico thing, I, I think... I mean, I completely understand the difficulty of getting over someone, um, and especially when they move, it's so hard because you have that false hope of like, you know, I wonder what could have happened, or if he had never moved, like, would we still be talking, or or what if I just told him about my feelings then and there, or whatever it is, um, there's that sense of like, what if, what if, what if, or, you know, I wish things were different, um, and I think like, some things that you said seem to hint at the fact that you're starting to get, to get over that and kind of face reality like okay you know he's not coming back I'm probably never gonna see him again he likes someone else whatever um and I think as hard as it is to bear that news to yourself um it's very important to keep it real with yourself and if you know that the reality is you're probably not going to talk to him again you need to remember that and remind yourself of that because it's truly not going to benefit you to hold on to something or like this person um, when you know it's not going to be beneficial or significant in your life anymore. Um, And again, I'm, you know, I'm tough love trying to be a little bit blunt with you because you deserve more than to pour your energy um, into someone that honestly has given you the bare minimum amount of effort. I know you guys had a period where you were talking a lot, but you even said yourself he kind of stopped replying to you on Snapchat, and I think that kind of tells a lot to me in itself. He also didn't respond to your DM the one time, so I just feel like he's clearly not putting in that same energy that you are giving to him, and I don't think that he deserves that. So I really would start looking for ways to make yourself happy and distract yourself in healthy ways so that you find happiness outside of Nico. And I really, I I do think that's so hard, especially because you said he was the one person who understood you and didn't judge you for you. And that is extremely difficult to let go of because it's something different. It was something refreshing in your life. But at the same time, I promise you, especially at the ripe young age that you are at, you are going to find people who fit you and your interests as, as 
interests as a person and who will support you no matter what you do. And you don't have to worry about Nico leaving and being the only person supporting you because he won't be. Along the road throughout your life, there will be so many people who are there for you. So I want you to remind yourself of that all the time and look forward to that because that's certainly something to look forward to. Um, And then the thing with like your other friends, uh, was it Noah and Shay? Yes. Um, I understand that you liked Noah and like, you know, liking the same person as your best friend is a very, very, very tough situation because obviously you have loyalty to your best friend, um, but then like that feeling of like, wow, I really like this person can be very overpowering, and then especially if they don't know about it, it's like, wow, I'm just, you know, I'm just listening to this stuff and suffering because they don't know that I have these feelings, um, and I, I feel like, you know, if Shay is really a good friend to you, I, I feel like it's worth confiding in her about what, you know, is going on. I know you said that you confess that you did like him and that you like don't like him anymore. Um well you said uh anyways Shay found out and I cleared it up and told her I used to even though I still did. So you said still did as in past tense. So I don't know if this is just like a past situation that's over now or if you still actually do like Noah. I can't really tell. Um but if you still like Noah then I would talk to her again and be like hey you know what here's the truth. I actually still do like Noah and I want to tell you because it's been extremely difficult to, you know, keep this whole thing from you, be in the middle of all of it, whatever. Like, what do you have to, whatever you have to do to communicate with her, I feel like confiding in a good friend of yours would be helpful if this is still like an ongoing issue. I couldn't tell if like you were just telling me about like that because it was a struggle or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that overall, the advice that I would give you is that keep going, keep pushing through. You're only in seventh grade, and like I said, you've already gone through so much, but the fact that you are confiding in someone and asking for help is one great thing, and I know that like losing Nico must have been super difficult and still is difficult, um, but he won't be the, the last person in your life that will support you in the way that he did, you know? Um, and not judge you. There will be plenty of other non-judgmental people that you will encounter in your life, and maybe it's not this year, maybe it's next year. Whenever it is, I promise you they will come and maybe start really evaluating the friendships that you do have and and think, okay, how many of these friendships are actually truly benefiting me? Um, as in, like, they make me feel good, they make my he- mental health good, they, you know, these people support me, I feel good when I'm around them and happy, like, if that's not true, I don't think that they are really leaving a positive impact in your life, so maybe evaluating your friendships is one thing you could do, but I think that you have so much life ahead of you, so much left to do, so much left to look forward to, and while I didn't hit like a low this low in like seventh grade when I was in seventh grade I was also dealing with all sorts of stuff in middle school I dealt with all sorts of stuff and middle school honestly is one of like the most tumultuous times of your life in my opinion because everyone around me all the intense stuff that they were dealing with I like sometimes I don't even see high schoolers deal with like of course it extends into high school but middle school is that transition from elementary school to this new system of education and it's kind of the awkward in between between you going to high school so it's a very trying time for like your identity who your friend group is whatever it is like honestly middle school is overlooked in that from that 
perspective, honestly, because people don't understand how hard it actually is. Um, people are in cliques. Everything's so full of drama in middle school. Like, it's pretty crazy. So I think, you know, from my perspective, the broad scope of things, like, it really helps you keep a positive perspective on everything if you just look at it in a broader context and think, okay, like, I'm in seventh grade, but things are not going to be like this forever. And if you assure yourself that, I think you'll be just fine. Okay, so this next person sent a DM and they said, um, I need a little bit of advice with my group. So where I live, COVID isn't that bad, so we can still have sleepovers. My friend, let's call her Holly, asked me and my other friend, let's call her Tori, to stay at her house. There are two more girls in the group as well. Holly told me and Tori that she asked the other girls to stay, which she didn't. So when one of the other girls, let's call her Abby, texted Tori asking how we got on because she saw my snap maps, um... Tori was confused, saying, oh, how come you weren't able to be here? But that's when we found out that she never asked um, asked them. Then Holly started accusing me and Tori for lying to the girls about her, saying they were invited, which they told us. She told us they were. I've always had sleepovers with the other girl. Let's call her Rose. And Holly was like, well, she can't get odd. You always have sleepovers now. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> I'm a little confused reading this. Um, now all the girls are fighting and I feel like it's my fault. How do I fix this? Um, P.S. Sorry for it being long and I just want to say I'm a listener for, from Ireland. Ireland! Very cool! Um, I'm trying to deconstruct this a little bit. It was a little hard to read. Not like the words, but really just like the way it was laid out. But don't worry, don't worry about it. I, I understand what you meant. I'm trying to like deconstruct it for listeners because I don't know how it feels listening to that. So I think... What you're trying to say is that you were having a sleepover with this girl, Holly, and Tori, and the other girls in your group. She Holly said, oh yeah, I invited the other girls, but she actually didn't. And so now the other girls that weren't invited, you know, found out that you guys had the sleepover and are accusing you guys of lying about, like, not knowing that Holly didn't invite them. So... I guess you're saying that everyone's fighting now and you're not sure what to do about it. So I would say honesty is the best policy. Stand your ground. Be honest. Don't let there be any sort of inconsistency. Don't let any of them, you know, push you into saying, oh, you know, whatever. I did do this wrong or whatever. Like if you truly didn't say anything wrong, you didn't lie about anything, like you don't have anything to worry about. Um, As far as like the other girls, I feel like Holly is definitely in the wrong for not actually inviting these girls if she says she did like it's not an obligation that she has to invite other girls if she really doesn't want them at her house that's fine that's her choice but it's one thing to say hey like I just want it to be you and Tori and another thing to be like yeah like I totally invited the other girls like I totally invited them and then play dumb about it like that's a completely different situation and I feel like that's a very snake move uh very shady I don't think it's a good idea for her to be doing that so if you could have a talk with Holly honestly or maybe all of you have talks with Holly I don't know if you guys already have but if you haven't already I feel like it would be very good if you guys actually sat down and were like hey Holly like I understand maybe you didn't have bad intentions like be super nice about it and say like I think you need to be more honest moving forward because these girls were hurt by your actions. Whatever it is, if you can have a civil conversation with Holly, I feel like that would be uh, the best thing to do, the best option in this um, situation, and see how responsive she is. Maybe she's like, oh shoot, you're right, like that was kind of a messed up thing to do. If this is something that is continually happening and Holly is constantly doing things behind other people's backs and lying, then there's 
there's a bigger issue and that's when you start thinking, okay, do I really want to be having sleepovers with this girl if she's like lying to her other friends and going behind people's backs? Probably not. So I would say play it by ear, go with your gut. If she is really not being a good friend to you or your other friends, I would say maybe it's time to back up from that friendship a little bit. Um, yeah, that's, that's the advice I have for you. Okay, so this next TM said, um, I go to a school that's middle and high school and there's this boy, I wasn't friends with him or anything throughout middle school and I didn't really talk to him at all. Um, now I'm a freshman and this year we ended up with over half of our classes together. So I started liking him in like September and we kind of had a thing going on for a while, but I was never really sure what he thought actually, but a lot of people said they thought he liked me. So then a while later in October, we had a school dance and he kept being really weird about it and stuff. And then at the dance, he asked me to dance, but I was pretty sure it was a joke or something. Then that weekend, him and his friends kept snapping me at the same time and continuously FaceTiming me being annoying and weird and I didn't know what was going on. Then on Monday, one of his friends mentioned that he met this girl at the mall and he was now talking to her and stuff. So I was really confused. And anyways, a while later in early November-ish, I was at my friend's house and he, let's call him Alex, tagged the girl he was talking to, let's call her Mia, in her story. So I decided to add her and she asked me if I knew him and stuff when I mentioned, um, and she asked me if I knew him and stuff. When I mentioned what school I went to, because Mia doesn't go to our school, um, she actually lives in a different city. And then a little while later, Alex and his main friend, let's call him Jack, both texted me freaking out, asking me what I said to Mia to make her so stressed out. Then I was texting Jack separately and he asked me if I liked Alex. And I was just honest because I trust him as we were kind of friends now, also because I have a lot of classes with him as well. So then he told me that Alex thought I was really attractive, but he liked Mia now. So then I kind of gave up trying and talked to Alex a lot less and stuff. Then on the first day of Thanksgiving break, um, like 3 a.m., Jack and Alex both texted me. Jack said, my name. Alex is done with Mia. And Alex said, my name. If Mia texts you, don't tell her anything. Just ignore it, okay? And then I talked to Jack and he told me everything about why they stopped talking and asked me if I still liked Alex. And I said, yes. And he said, okay, cool. After that at school, Alex was much more flirty and he also made conversation over... Oh, snap. Sorry. It's misspelled. And it was really great. And Jack wanted us together and it was going truly, really well until Jack told me that... And Jack told me that um, Alex liked me and I was really happy. So on the Friday we got off school for winter break, one of Jack and Alex's friends, let's call him Evan, snapped me randomly making conversation and I thought nothing of it. Anyways, later I decided to ask Jack if Alex said anything else to him about me, not expecting anything good or bad. And he simply said, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't like you anymore, I guess. I don't know. And I was like, oh, because I was just so confused. Like one day he didn't just, he just didn't like me anymore. I didn't get it at all. And I was really hurt because he led me on so much. And then Jack decided to say, I'm sorry, my name, but Loki go for Evan. Uh, I was like, what the heck? Literally not even one day after I know this, his friend decides it would be a good idea to go for me. I was like, oh, hell no. So I ghosted Evan, even though I felt kind of bad because I just wasn't ready for that um, because I still like Alex. So Jack wouldn't stop bugging me about how sad Evan apparently was because I ghosted him and kept making me feel bad. But whatever, I still really liked Alex and he's being so confusing. Like on New Year's, he snapped me happy New Year's and I couldn't tell if it was a group snap or not. So now I have to go to school on Tuesday and I just, I don't know. It's going to be so awkward because I have a class 
with Evan, the kid I ghosted, and a million classes with Alex and Jack, and I just don't know how to act because I never heard anything directly from Alex. It all came through Jack. Anyways, um, that was it. Okay, so, like I said, you guys give me some good tea, like, you really went into detail. Um, I think this story is so interesting. I think, you know, on one hand, I can see how Alex is interested in you. On the other hand, I think most of what you said is pretty suspicious as far as him truly putting effort into you. The whole thing with, like, him having a a thing with that girl he met at the mall, Mia, that's a little suspicious to me because that seemed like such a short period of time that they were talking and then when they ended he immediately went back to you and this sounds like a couple of other listener stories that I've included on here before where people are getting mixed signals from from guys um, because they're like talking to one girl and then once they're done they go back to this person like that for me never really ends well uh, in my opinion in my experience and others experiences that I've seen I don't think that a guy is very worth putting like a a ton of trust in at least if they're acting like this because I firmly believe that like if someone truly likes you, you don't have to worry about mixed signals like basically ever because if they like you, they like you and you'll just know because of the way they're acting. Like it's so straightforward. It's so clear. They're very confident about it. Like you don't have to worry about does he like me? Does he not? What does this mean? What does that mean? Because you just know, and they're very real and upfront with you about it. Um, Clearly, this is is not what Alex is doing, and honestly, him and his friends are being, like, super annoying for, like, bothering you all the time about this. Like, you know, Jack is doing his own thing, like, whatever, and then Evan, like, I feel like, honestly, he just said, like, that Alex didn't like you just because he wanted you to like get on his good side and you know he has a thing for you so he was like oh maybe if I tell her you know Alex doesn't like her anymore like she'll go for me but that's that was messed up in itself so I understand why you ghosted him at the same time though it might help like I'm not saying you should but it might help to like get some closure from that situation be like hey Evan like sorry I like stopped talking to you but I'm truly not interested like tell him straight up um I only say that because I've been ghosted before and it's pretty painful obviously I mean my situation was very different than your guys's uh trust me on that it was very different it was someone I had been like actually talking to for months but like it's just very it can be frustrating when someone goes to you so if you have an opportunity to like I mean I'm not saying that he like deserves that or that you owe anything to him but if it keeps like eating away at you or something like that maybe it would be useful to like clear things up with him or ask him like hey were you actually telling the truth about alex not liking me anymore whatever because he may have just been lying to like again get your attention so that you would stop pursuing alex i don't know because you said alex wished you a happy new year and you're very confused about everything so i don't know i i feel like honestly all of this like drama and all of this like mixed signal type stuff that's going on is not worth it to just keep going through this every single month so if you have the courage which I could understand if this is way too scary but if you have the courage to literally like straight up be like Alex how do you actually feel about me because I'm super confused and your friends are telling me completely different things all the time because you just tell me straight up so I can move on with my life and you know understand what to do um that would be the most clarifying thing obviously but I know it's not like ideal to just like literally ask him because that's terrifying but 
even if you ask him indirectly, like maybe ask Jack, although I don't know how reliable Jack would be, um, getting some clarity in this situation would be so useful because I, I worry that you're just going to be in this up and down, up and down, what's going on, what's going on, he stops talking to you for a couple weeks and then comes back, like, I don't think that's worth it whatsoever, I think he needs to tell you point blank, I like you or I don't like you, and that's that. You can be friends, sure, but I don't think it's worth your time to keep having this up and down kind of relationship and I really, it's just not fair to you. So definitely try and get some clarity on the situation and please update me. Um, for all of you guys, if you have updates to your stories, you can of course DM me again and I will um, share them on the podcast or I'll just respond to you in your DM. But yeah, let me know how it goes. It's definitely a, a crazy situation, but I want to hear more. So, this next person said, how do I deal with a lack of positivity in my life? I can't ever find myself truly happy. It's like school consumes my life and puts a negative mindset to me. Everything I do revolves around school, which I hate, and when I do something to make me a little more happy, it's anything to get away from school thoughts. I don't know. I can't get over the fact that we live in a society where school takes up a good part of your life, and then you just go on to find a job to earn money and die. I know there's more to life, but that's basically what we were supposed to do. It just demotivated me and makes me sad. Thank you for making this podcast, which is my safe space to get away from these negative thoughts and just let me listen to a comfort person. I'm actually not at all interested in tea anymore, but I think listening to you and your advice is like three free therapy. And when you just ramble about something with your soothing voice, it makes me happy. Please keep going with your podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, that made me smile. You're so sweet. Thank you so, 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 so much for your kind words. I very much appreciate it. Um, yeah, the, the tea thing, I feel like it's a mix for sure. I get people talking or asking me to talk about tea and then some people who obviously the advice segment is like the most popular part of the podcast, but I think it's still fun to talk about tea. So I'm going to do both because um, that's what I created the podcast for. But yeah, I um, I definitely, I, I see this perspective coming from a lot of people, especially with like Gen Z. I feel like our generation is starting to collectively carry this idea of what is like the true value of education in our society? Like what is really necessary for us to learn. Um, I actually had this discussion um, in my AP psychology class today at school. We talked about education and we talked about how stressful it can be for young people. Um, We did like two really radical sides of each perspective. So one um, was unschooling, which is this like movement in, I'm sure they have in other parts of the world too, but um, in like the US specifically, we watched like a news clip, like an eight minute video about this woman and her like, four kids or something like that, and how she doesn't school them. So, like, a lot of kids, like, if they don't go to school, they get homeschooled. These kids don't get any school, and it is actually legal in the state that they're in, so they don't go to school at all, and what is replaced by that is they sit at home, sometimes they go to, like, a museum or something, but when the reporter was asking, like, the kids questions, like, you know, like, multiplication questions, like, one of the kids, I mean, they they couldn't answer basic educational questions, um, so obviously it's a very, like, radical side of it, where it's, like, okay, you don't get any schooling at all, and it's all through, like, playing and going outside and doing whatever you want to do, they, the kids, they did, like, a lot of baking and stuff, um, but then I was a little confused about that, because I was, like, well, to bake, you kind of need, like, some basic knowledge of math, which I wasn't sure that they actually had, um, And it's kind of, it was really interesting to see like how different that environment was without an education because they don't have any structure at all. They literally like the 11 year old girl they were talking like goes to bed at like 1am or whatever, which when I was 11, I went to bed at like 9 
because my mom made me. So it's just, it's a very different world to think about. Um, And then on the other hand, we read an article about South Korea and how education is so big where like to the point where like at the age of four kids are studying for this test that determines whether or not they're going to get into university or college and if you don't pass it like you're not getting a job basically so I mean four years old that's insane to be studying for this test that like determines your whole future like that is obviously the very opposite side of the spectrum so um the reason i'm telling you guys this is because like i had this discussion earlier today in my psychology class about like you know how much education is really needed do we really need to learn the pythagorean theorem or all this algebra or read the classic books and i you know i have a biased perspective on this because i think you know having a mom as an english teacher um my whole life, I definitely have been raised on education, reading, like, I've literally gone to school, like, every single day, I, I hardly ever miss school unless I absolutely have to, um, or, like, I'm super sick or something, but it's, it's a very, like, different thing for me, I guess, because I believe education is super, super important, and it just builds your character and builds you up, and I do definitely agree with, like, what you're saying as far as, like, it seems like all the time now everything is about school. If you don't do well in school, then you can't get a job. And if you don't graduate high school, then there's like limited offers out there for you. And if you don't go to college, then, you know, you're not going to find success. Like, I don't think that's true. Um, I think that you can find success more and more these days without like a formal like higher education. Obviously, it's not like my path, but it might be someone else's. And I encourage you to like look at your options as you grow older you know, if, you know, some people don't go to college after high school, they will go to college, or they'll, they'll go to high school, and they'll go immediately into the army, or they'll go to a trade school, which is a place where you learn, like, a bunch of skills, um, like, if you want to be, like, a welder, or, like, a certain type of engineer, or something that doesn't require, like, um, an education, uh, like, a higher education, like, college, um, you go to trade school, where you basically, like, learn under, like, a mentor that like just teaches you these skills hands-on and you go straight into the work um you know that's a path for some people uh whatever it is I mean obviously some kids in my class brought up today that like influencers are a big thing now and so like a lot of people are like high school college dropouts and they start successful youtube channels and they make a ton of money now and they're rich obviously it's not super realistic for everyone but there are options for you out there so don't get discouraged about it um i would say you know find the option that works for you for me education has been a big thing and i'm super excited to go to college this fall um which is even crazy like to say out loud that i'm going to college this fall but it's super like i am so excited for it i can't wait but that's not for everyone um school is draining for sure i you know although i like place a heavy importance on education i definitely think that like there are certain things in the education system that need help they need reform um and we don't need to be learning probably every single thing that we're learning in math class or science or history or whatever but to me, I guess I see it as, like, education is truly, we, we are so privileged to have this free education for, you know, K through 12, um, because 
so many other parts of the world don't get this. And this is not to play the guilt card where it's like, oh, be grateful for your education because so many kids don't get it. Like, I'm not trying to play that card, but it's more just like, if you look at it from that perspective, it's like, why would I not take advantage of this time? Not everyone is interested in all the things that they teach in school. I'm certainly not. I mean, I've taken high school science classes for four years and I'm not interested in every single thing I learned. Honestly, I've never really liked science. I was struggling in chemistry. I really didn't like biology and learning about food webs and all that but to some other kid that is like their dream career so I feel like if you get like the basic fundamentals in each core subject then you can like go from there and explore what you actually really like um because like the reason that I you know figured out that I liked reading and writing was because I read so many books um like at, at school and I was writing things at school reading stories and writing poems at school like you know there, there were certain things that caught my eye in the education system so you know take advantage of what you're learning but also don't put pressure on yourself to like go on to have this amazing educational career and and get a 4.0 like not that's not for everyone as long as you do your best you try and explore your interests inside and out of outside of school you're totally fine don't put too much pressure on yourself I understand that it can be depressing thinking about wow you know I I just have to do well in school so I can get a job and make some money and then die like I I really do see that perspective and I definitely am like lucky enough to have found my passion from a young age but honestly like it's risky for me too because filmmaking unless you are like the top of the industry like the top of your craft and really good or you have some other way to make money like you have like your own independent filmmaking company or something um it's really hard to earn a lot of money i mean i'm talking like twenty thousand dollars per year um like entry level like after graduating college for a lot of these colleges that i'm going to so it's definitely like risky but for me it's like you know what i don't care because i'm doing what i love and i'm gonna find a way to make money for myself um as long as I'm doing what I love, like that's what matters to me. So I think for you, um, definitely try and explore your interests the best that you can. And maybe your path doesn't involve school and that's totally fine, but I promise you um, having an optimistic viewpoint will entirely change your attitude at school. If you start looking at school as opportunity rather than this is useless, this is a waste of my time, it definitely changes things i know that's a very hard thing to do but um although you won't be learning or or using like all of the algebra that you learn in math unless you're going to become like a stem major or something like that like you should still look at it as like wow i learned this cool thing and now you know when someone references this in 20 years i know what they're at least talking about like Sure, I might not ever use it, but at least I have it in my skill set, and that's that. I mean, a lot of people find their passions because they're sitting in biology class and they learn about um, predator and prey relationships, and then they become to be, or they go on to be like this super cool scientist that studies animals in Africa or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So definitely as you go throughout school, maybe there's something that catches your eye, but I would say like take advantage of the knowledge that's given to you as boring, as annoying as it may be to sit in school for eight hours a day, take tests, have the added pressure of getting good grades. There's something good to look for in all of this madness um, and it will come to you. It'll be okay. I promise you your purpose in life is not to just grow up and make money and get a job and die. 
there's so much out there for you and you just have to find your specific interests and you will be okay. I promise you. So I hope that like that spoke to other people as well. This next person, I love that someone asked me this. Um, this person said, I've recently been binge watching your entire podcast and I wanted to ask for some advice. If you don't mind, of course not. Always open to advice. Literally, please ask me for advice. Do you have any tips or ways to save money? I listened to one of your episodes regarding this issue, but I want to go in depth with it. Could you help? P.S. I love your podcast. Can't wait for the next episode. Um, thank you so much for the support. If you want like specific advice tailored to you, I would suggest DMing me again. Like after you listen to this podcast, like if I didn't give you enough details for your specific situation, definitely reach out to me and like ask me, like, hey, like I have this going on or I have this money that I want to do this with like let me know and i can help your specific situation but as far as like general advice um owning sister spill has helped me so much with the whole money thing um but even before that like my parents have always taught me to save um i have piggy banks full of pennies that are probably worth like a couple hundred dollars honestly um in my closet that i've been saving up uh for and then like i also just learned the value of money from a young age for example i guess my mom would ask for massages and so in return she'd be like okay i'll pay you guys a dollar me and my brother and we're like oh okay so like you know we we got up to like 20 dollars sometimes worth of like massages over over time once we got the money it was kind of like okay like now you guys have to save your money like if so if we went to the store and we wanted to buy something we couldn't just buy anything that we wanted i know like some parents would be like yeah just let them do whatever they want but we were taught from a very young age like about coupons like my mom is a very avid coupon user so she loves using coupons um we make fun of her sometimes but you know i i think she's great at it um and it's super important actually to like look for discounts because there always is one almost always but we learned about like coupons and how to save money and like how to identify like hey if this says you know eight ounces of this snack for three dollars you know it's not as good as this other one like whatever so we've learned the basics of spending our money and if we wanted something we had to pay for it not always but it was just like extra things like obviously we got the, the basic things we got christmas presents whatever but if we wanted something at the store randomly one day like she'd be like okay you can pay for it with your own money and that started like honestly from like elementary school till you know obviously now I, I pretty much pay for all my stuff uh besides like basic living condition kind of things so even like in middle school before I started sister spill and started earning money I you know I had a wallet saved with money um I my dad gave me a hundred dollars and what he did was he for Christmas um he gave my brother and I a hundred dollars and he let us pick a stock so like the stock market and investment, we invested the $100 into whatever stock we wanted. So I chose a stock called Vanity Fair. And you don't really have to know about stocks to listen to this. Um, I guess if you want a basic knowledge, a stock is basically like if you have a share in a stock, it means you own, you're buying a tiny little like part of a company. So you could buy a share in Starbucks or Apple or Nike or whatever, and you technically own part of that company you've invested into part of that company and so when the company's value goes up and down up and down your money goes up and down so that's that's like the really basic um definition of it so what happened was i chose vanity fair which is because i was at the time i was in eighth grade and i was like oh i like vans does vans have a stock and my dad was like no um but you know like this company vanity fair owns vans they also own north face like that sells all the like trendy puffer jackets uh that you guys have seen 
um, and they own some other things too, but I was like, okay, I'll buy Vanity Fair because it has Vans in it and I like Vans. So I did that and over time I was taught by my dad like what certain terms meant in the stock market and like how to watch the ups and downs and how to check my stocks, whatever it was. And, you know, it was cool to see like my money go up and down. I am lucky enough to have a dad who like taught me that stuff. Not everyone parents understand stocks or or invest in stocks so I get that um and that's honestly a very difficult thing to learn on your own but if you have the drive and power to do it totally go for it but anyways I kind of went on a tangent there so when I started making sister spill videos after the first few videos and once I reached like a couple thousand subscribers I was eligible to get monetized meaning I could earn ad revenue from my videos that's how youtubers make money and so I you know, signed up for the program, took me like two months to get accepted, whatever. And I started earning money and I was like, whoa, like this actually does earn me money to the point where I don't need to get a job in high school if this keeps going because I'm making enough on Sister Spill and more than like any job around me is paying. So I'll just keep this up. I'll keep doing this and it'll be great. Although I learned to manage my money before Sister Spill, it helped me even more because like I honestly grew up so much from like a a financial perspective um, so early because like I have been paying taxes like ever since I've started earning revenue with Sister Spill like I like I have to pay taxes obviously my dad has like helped me with like the majority of all that but like it's kind of cool to think that like I have to do all this like grown-up stuff at the same time though it's a little bit intimidating sometimes once I started earning revenue I understood the true value of money and how to save it so for me what I do is my dad um, every check that I get every month no matter how big or small it is whatever it'll deposit into my bank account automatically and my dad will take out like a certain amount and put that in my bank account and then he leaves like just like a small amount of money in my bank account every month. So I have like, I usually spend a couple hundred dollars each month just on gas and my own personal food or, you know, gifts for people during Christmas, whatever it is that I'm buying, new clothes, whatever. I honestly don't spend my money that much and I'll get to that soon. I have like a little bit of spending each month and then the rest of it, it goes into one. I have something called a Roth IRA, which is technically like a retirement account. And it was funny because when my dad like contacted our like bank, they were like, how old did you say she was again? Like, she's already starting one of these accounts. Like, this is crazy. And they were fascinated by like my YouTube channel and they were like, oh, I gotta tell my daughter about this. Like, I, th- I thought it was hilarious. But that was one of the first things that we did. And every year that I've had that account, I filled that account with as much money as I can. And the value of that account goes up automatically, like without doing anything, just like sitting there, it generates more money. So, saving money, I know this could be really complicated, but if you happen to have the resources to like, start doing any of this stuff i i'm not saying like a roth ira because you know when you're working with like small small amounts of money over time i don't think that's like really gonna do you any good i mean i don't know enough but i probably wouldn't say that but i'm just telling my personal experience um so for me i've been filling the roth ira so i get a certain amount of money that goes there every month then i have a certain amount of money that just goes into stocks so basically everything else goes into stocks so over time what you know that small a hundred dollars in stocks that i started with um with my sister spill money i have been able to invest in companies like tesla um, apple nike uh, roku they make like roku tvs if you guys know about those i had crocs for a little bit and then we sold my share of the uh, crocs um i've had beyond burger which is like a plant-based burger if you guys have tried that obviously i'm getting sidetracked here this is probably like not what you were expecting to hear you're like okay just get to the point like tell me how to save money but my point is, is like 
for telling you all this is that even if you don't understand any of it right now, use me as inspiration to start because more and more people are getting interested in things like the stock market and savings accounts. I mean, obviously, people have known about savings accounts for a long time, but younger people are starting to realize like, hey, there are things that I should be doing from a young age. Uh, Cryptocurrency is something that I literally don't understand, but people are getting to that. It's very important to explore your options, like your financial options. I don't know how old you are, so you're probably like, what the heck does any of this mean? But I would say that like, just from listening to this, even if you didn't understand anything I said, the one lesson you should take from this is that there are so many options for you financially. So biggest advice to you is, to save by being conscious about what you are buying. So this is where I get more into answering your questions. Sorry about this. You're like, I did not want to know any of that other stuff. For me, when I started making money on Sister Spill, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like I could literally buy like a ton of clothes and not rely on my parents to give it to me for Christmas or my birthday. Like I could do that now. But I immediately like with the advice of my parents, but also just like a lot of it was myself. I was like, you know what though? Like I want to save this money because my dad showed me the power of saving money. So if you just let your, your, your money sit in a savings account for a couple years, there's a kind of a golden rule that applies and each year. It will go up in value by a certain range. Just like an estimated number shows me like how much I will have by like age 40 or whatever it is and I was looking at these numbers and I was like no way that small amount of money turns into that big amount of money but it truly does so it's crazy what saving can do for you because I was put into that mindset I was like I am going to reframe myself even though I can buy these clothes I actually care more about setting myself up for the future than buying clothes right now that I probably won't wear in a year you know and like I I've really dabbled in between that because like I will have like every couple months I'll buy like 100 to 200 dollars worth of clothes which is a lot but it you know I have friends who you know use their entire paychecks every single month buying clothes which no shame on them that's completely fine like that's what they want to do but if you're like talking about saving specifically I would say definitely like keep a budget around I don't have a specific like budget as far as like different categories like spend you know, $40 on food this month or whatever it is. Like, I don't have anything like that. My number one rule is just like, be conscious of what you're buying, but don't be too conscious to the point where you're analyzing every single like monetary move that you make, every penny you spend. It's not that deep. I mean, it could be, I guess, but it's just like, you know, you're young. You shouldn't have to worry about like going crazy. Um, Watch your like bank statements. So if you have like a, de- a debit card, you should monitor what you're spending because there have been certain months where like I didn't really monitor it that much and then I looked like at the end of the month and I was like oh I kind of spent more than I thought I did even though it didn't feel like I did so being conscious of it is is like really really important because sometimes people don't actually understand how much money they're spending until they look and they're like oh no I spent that much money whatever some people just don't understand the true value of money and I feel like that's the number one step is understand the true value of money and how far saving can actually get you if you're setting aside even five dollars per month great you gotta start somewhere if you're in a position where you have a job and you can set aside fifty dollars a month even better whatever you can set aside to save that you're like, you know what? I don't need this this month. I can put it into savings. Keep doing that every single month. Maybe you can save $5 one month and 
$200 another month based on your earnings. Whatever it is, save as much as you can because it will really, really pay off in the future. When you're on, you know, Urban Outfitters or something like that, like I honestly never shop at Urban Outfitters because that is like the one place that I'm always like, oh, their clothes are so cute. But I look and it's like $70 or $90 for a sweater. And I'm like, okay, this is gorgeous. I'm sure it's like made really nicely or something, but I'm not going to pay that much money for it. Obviously, there are special occasions or certain things. I mean, some people place more emphasis on fashion than others. And if fashion's like your big thing and you really care about clothes, please like go ahead and spend your money on that. I really think it's important that you like spend money on things you're interested in. Just make sure that you're investing into the right things, the right things that will hold value in the future. So let's say that you buy a pair of shoes for $100. I think that's so much more worth it than buying a shirt that you're going to wear a few times for $100. It's important to understand like what is worth it to spend your money on and what isn't. Do you really need to be spending $100 on fast food every month? I understand like <laughs> a lot of people our age love to like go out and eat food and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I do that frequently with my friends, but you don't need to buy something every time you and your friends go into 7-Eleven because that stuff adds up. The little stuff adds up. Honestly, I feel like the little stuff is what gets people. You do that 10 times in a month and you're spending a couple hundred dollars on small things that build up over time and ask yourself truly do i need this or i do i just like want this it's okay to get things you want just make sure that you really want it and that you're gonna get the most use out of it because if you're buying useless things all the time it's like okay but what are you actually gonna do with that you know what i'm saying going and buying a weird funny hat that you're gonna wear once that you find in a store for 17 bucks is that really worth it probably not like you can just put it on and take funny pictures in the store you don't need to buy it and take it home and then forget about it you know what i'm saying it's it's little things like that that people don't realize are actually affecting their bank account they think oh you know this is just a one-time purchase but i find that people who say that don't track their money spending very well and they end up making these like weird kind of useless purchases come up with a plan hey, I earn $100 a month, so I want to save 50 of it and I'm allowed to spend 50 of it. If you don't have a job yet and you get maybe 20 bucks a month from a family member or, you know, you mowed someone's lawn or something like that, great. Save $5 of it and you can spend 15 of it. Or even better, don't spend any of it at all. Like whatever it is. So $5 Starbucks, if you get a Starbucks every single day, that's $5 to $7 or something like that. Like you are spending, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks on drinks. It's, it's, pretty it's pretty crazy your specific situation is probably way different than mine so if you want like specific advice this goes for anyone not just this person if you want specific advice on money i will do the best i can i'm not an expert obviously i maybe may be able to help you all right so this next person dm me and said i'm having some trouble and i think you're a great person who can help i 13 female have a best friend who i'll call e 13 female e and i have been so close since we had a class together last year and got into a friend group we ended up being super close and have been best friends since. We mesh well, and recently there's been some tension between us. We've both come out to each other. I am bi, and she's lesbian. We've both been acting weird, and I have a suspicion that she likes me, as I possibly do her. I have horrible commitment and abandonment issues due to my anxiety and a past toxic friendship that hurt me deeply. E has helped me a lot through it, as do I with her problems. I always freak out about having crushes and relationships. I freak out when anyone shows interest in me. We send each other TikToks that say Aries plus Gemini are star signs, and E plus K are 
our initials. We both brought up stuff like, oh, ha ha ha, but neither of us text like that. We are not dry like that. I want to acknowledge it like that, but we both struggle with liking multiple people in the issues above. I can see myself in a relationship as how close we are. We do tons together. I'm president of Honor Society. She ran as vice president with me and we both won. I'm president of the drama club. She ran for publicity officer with me. She founded and became the president of the environmental club. I was nominated by her for vice president. Good for you guys getting some good extracurriculars. We do all of this and we, if, if we did date and broke up, our positions would potentially suffer as would our friendship. I want to know if I should tell her this. A lot of people have thought we were a couple or thought we were dating. We both act super weird about it when it's brought up and it's a sign. I'd love your advice on how to handle the situation and I hope you have had a happy holiday and good luck with your college apps. Have a good day or night wherever you are. Um, thank you so much again for the support. For me, it sounds like, especially because you brought up like the anxiety and the abandonment issue, abandonment issues i think it's important that you really evaluate getting into a relationship before you get into one um as far as like your mental health because if you are like doing it just because like you think there's a possibility it could be really good like i honestly don't know if that's good enough because if you're going to get into a relationship and then like freak out and then just not be committed right away even if it's someone you really deeply care about like that's a big possibility based on the things you told me and I th- I think it's not fair to her or both of you guys honestly to get into a situation that's going to like possibly affect your friendship or like your club positions like you said so I think my biggest advice honestly would be take your time um I know that like this has kind of manifested itself over the course of like time obviously but like I think it's important that you you take even more time because anything could honestly change if you start to notice more signs like oh she's really making an effort to talk to you or she says something flirty to you or or whatever it is maybe then that's your sign to be like hey like do i do i really want to like get into a relationship with her maybe i do um but to me from the way you're writing things it sounds like you're pretty unsure about how you even feel about her and if you're not completely sure i wouldn't start something just to end it if you know what i'm saying because if you're gonna start something and then freak out and back out and be like oh like i don't know if i can do this you know what i'm saying um that might be hurtful to her and then it would be hurtful to you because you're like you know what I, i want this but i just like can't force myself to do it so i don't I would hate to see your guys' like friendship. It seems like a really great friendship to be compromised by this. So I would say um, evaluate the best you can and try and find a, a strong, compelling reason to get into a relationship before you do. Because I find some people kind of just get into relationships because it's convenient or they have feelings for someone for like a tiny bit but they don't really think about it too much beforehand. I'm not accusing you of any of this, don't worry, but I'm just trying to warn you, like, make sure you're sure about her before taking that next step for a relationship. If you are, totally go for it. I'm all for it. Just make sure that you are actually ready for it um, because you don't want to potentially, like, ruin or, or, like, compromise or change the dynamic of your friendship, if that makes sense. So yeah, I know that was kind of short, but hopefully that helped. This next person said, hey, Sister Spill, I love your podcast and listen to it every night. Love you. Thanks for the support. Anyways, I need advice ASAP. So basically, I've always gotten decent grades. Always. Until this school year. I've tried so many methods of studying and my dad helps me. Anyways, I have this math test before break. I'm in seventh grade, but I take an eighth grade math course. I studied a lot for the test. About five days of just studying plus all the additional homework. I was so confident about the test. I understood how to do everything and all the methods. Well, the test went a big flop. I got a 4 out of 15 
15. I emailed my teacher explaining the whole situation and how I struggle a lot in math. I've talked to my dad a lot about switching math courses, but he thinks I should just stay in this course. Anyway, here's the real problem. My teacher replied to my email and told me to meet her before school after break um, to discuss my grades and go over the test. I'm really scared and didn't even reply to the email. I'm always shy in that class because it's mostly eighth graders and I have no friends in that class. And this teacher is kind of scary. I'm very scared slash anxious and I don't know what to do or what to say to her. She probably thinks I'm really stupid. I don't know what to do. I've never struggled with my grades until this school year. So it's definitely normal. I mean, in middle school, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely struggled with middle school math. Um, I've also just never been good at math, but like middle school, it was kind of like, hard because I did challenge myself a little bit. I took like honors math, even though I math isn't my strong subject. And I, I really did struggle in that. But I think your fear about talking to the teacher is something that it really hits home for me because I still to this day have that fear. Um, but it's not to the point where I don't reach out because I know it's better to reach out than to do nothing. So go ahead and respond to that email. Just let her know that you acknowledge it and you've seen it and say, hey, like, okay, I'll come in at this time, whatever. Because to her, it will look worse if you actually don't say anything or kind of blow it off because you're scared. Um, Teachers truly are, for the most part, most of every teacher that I've met um, really wants to see you succeed and they really want to help you, truly. So I think, you know, don't be afraid, even if it is a scary teacher. Like, um, sophomore year, I took honors chemistry and I've never been good at science. So um, chemistry was, you know, t especially honors was really, really hard for me. Um, but, you know, I had like an A minus or something and, and I think I was able to get it up because I emailed the teacher and that was horrifying like I literally couldn't look at my inbox because I was so scared like I was like you know what I don't, I don't even want to know she responds like I don't want to know anymore I'm done like I was that anxious about it but when I did see it actually turned out to be okay and she was way more pleasant than I thought she was going to be even though she was like a scary and pretty harsh like strict teacher um she was truly there to like see me succeed and she ended up bumping my grade up a little bit and I really didn't expect that but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't reached out and hadn't taken the chance so definitely face your fear because I promise you teachers are here to help you succeed and I'm pretty sure she'll understand that you're a seventh grader taking an advanced math course for your age and she'll give you some leniency because you are taking the initiative to take a harder course and you're also taking initiative to go talk to her. So I, I think like it definitely helps to do that. Um, even if you're shy in that class, like that's me in like a lot of classes growing up, like I was super shy in a lot of them and it was so scary for me to talk to the teacher because I was like, I feel like they barely know me. Like this is so scary. They're going to think I'm like so dumb. I've had those exact thoughts before, uh, specifically in like seventh, eighth grade. So I really feel you there. Um, but I promise it always works out and it's never as scary as you think it is. So please reach out. It's always worth it. I mean, I was always after school doing like test retakes and things like that in like eighth grade for math because, you know, I needed help and it was scary and it was a little embarrassing sometimes, but I did it and I'm so glad that I did because it's better that you try your best than to just like give up. You know what I'm saying? So definitely go face your fears. Go talk to the teacher and see what she can do for you. Don't feel bad about it. Um, if you, you know, have a good option when you go talk to her and she's like, yeah, you can retake the test or I'll give you extra credit or whatever it is. Um, and you think, okay, this is good. I can continue on in this class. That's great. If you're really, really struggling, I would talk to your dad again and say, hey, like, I know you want me to stay in this course, but I truly feel like it's too much for me at the moment and I want to transfer out. If there's any option for you doing that, I would say do that because you're, 
your choice should come first and even if your parents want you to stay in a hard class uh it it might not be worth it if you're just gonna get those low grades you know what i'm saying um because it's better for you to really like i'm not saying it's not good for you to challenge yourself but like if you're truly like really not understanding anything that's going on in the class then it's like okay maybe you should level down but honestly like it seems like you're putting a lot of work in this class already and i feel like if you just keep on doing what you're doing in the future doing all the homework studying a lot like keep doing what you're doing and i i feel like you will definitely see results maybe it was just like a hard unit or something so keep positive and you can do this just go talk to your teacher All right, so that's all the advice I'm going to be giving this episode, and before I end this podcast episode, I know it's been really long, but I'm sure you guys will enjoy the long ones because you guys love the advice segments. Um, I want to just talk about a little bit of tea regarding Charlie and Chase because I know for a long time they've been broken up or at least announced they've been broken up. I mean, that was like a long time ago, long, long, long time ago, Um, but... If you guys follow any of the tea pages, you'll see that there were pictures leaked of them where they were very clearly together, not as friends. And it was honestly for the community, uh, people commenting, like not a surprise. It was not a surprise to people. And for me, it was also not much of a surprise. I mean, I really, I think that they did actually break up, but I think they've been back together for a long time now and they didn't really want to face the consequences of everyone being like, you know, you guys broke up and you're back together again and all the drama that comes with that and they just wanted to really keep it private and honestly, they've done a great job of it. Obviously, people haven't really been fooled, but like they've done a great job as far as like there have been no hints or clues about this on the internet like really none um because they're together and they're they're just like yeah we're friends like of course we're together you know we're hanging out but this time it's like actually confirmed like these were recent pictures of them and so it's confirmed that they are definitely something romantic we don't know the details it's not our relationship but i find that really interesting because um, i actually did like them together at first i, I didn't because I, I wasn't really like a fan of charlie um, I think Charlie's a sweet girl. I'm still not, like, a major fan of her, but I don't dislike her at all. I, I do like her. Um, Chase, don't really have too much of an opinion on him. I, he seems like he's matured and grown a lot, so, I mean, he seems cool, um, but again, kind of neutral on him, but I do think that they complement each other really well, and I really like them. Um, another couple, Baron, uh, Show, and Zoe, they're so cute. They actually are another couple that broke up um, quite a while ago, months ago, and they recently got back together and they seem super happy. So I really hope they stay together because they've been a couple I've been rooting for for a long time. You know those people that you just find comfort in, like those creators on like TikTok or Instagram or YouTube that you're just like, oh, like I love you guys. You know what I'm saying? Even if they're not a couple, just like people that you like actually genuinely enjoy following their life. Like that's how I feel about Baron and Zoe because I'm like, uh you guys are just cute you know yeah that's like been the tea that's going on there's also um tea with like maddie and charlie maddie monroe obviously was charlie's like really good friend aside from ivani for a long time like ever since she kind of got involved with all the tiktok stuff and moved out to la um but recently they haven't really been spotted together and then charlie unfollowed a ton of people like i don't know a couple months ago maybe um and she was like, yeah, like my Instagram glitches a lot. So I'm just unfollowing a ton of people and then refollowing them. Um, but she never followed, refollowed Maddie. So, I mean, as last I checked. So some people were like, okay, what if they're not friends anymore? And that was just kind of her way of like hiding the fact that she unfollowed her. Um, 
and neither of them have really said anything about it um although maddie replied to like a comment that someone left on her tiktok recently and like accusing her of like using charlie or or something stupid like that and she was just like no like what were you guys getting this from but they haven't been seen together none of them have said like yeah we're still friends like none of them have neither of them have confirmed that so it makes people super suspicious and then the other thing that happened was when the news of charlie and chase being back together broke um maddie posted a tweet and then deleted it pretty much immediately that was like oh you know you were just crying to me about him but now you're kissing him on new year's like you know what's going on there it kind of just like calling her a hypocrite and people were like oh immediately that's got to be about charlie and chase because that was right after the news broke and that's exactly the situation it was her and him on new year's eve so immediately people were like well seems like they're already on the rocks this must be about charlie but then maddie posted on her story and was like no this was about me like my other friend like and her boyfriend like you guys are so quick to assume like not true at all but people are so skeptical of it because they're just like i don't know if that's true like i feel like she was talking about charlie like she's just trying to cover it up so who knows i don't know what's going on i don't understand it but i'm curious to see how this will unfold in the future so yeah that's all the tea i'm going to talk about this week i hope that you guys um enjoyed this episode and again as always if you want to ask me for advice in the next um episode for next week you can dm me at sister spill yt on instagram or you can dm at spillcast official which is my official podcast account or you can email me at sisterspillytt at gmail.com and if i've noticed a lot of you guys were sending off like long instagram paragraphs if any of you guys don't mind your voice being in the podcast of course i can like lower the pitch or make it sound a little bit like garbled and unrecognizable if you guys don't like your voice or don't want people to recognize it um send me a voice message through either anchor there's a link to send it through anchor if you don't have an instagram account or just send me like a voice message through instagram because that might be easier than you guys typing on all these long paragraphs so yeah i will talk to you guys next week bye